then I would completely lose myself and start raging at everyone around me, start throwing the whole house upside down, screaming at everyone. You've been seeking answers from every dermatologist, doctor, and all over the internet wondering what on earth this unbearable skin issue is. You know something's up and you've been suffering and silenced for far too long. This podcast is going to bring awareness to the brutal reality that is topical steroid addiction and withdrawal syndrome. It will give you practical mental and physical tips to help you along your journey and provide you the strength you need to push through each day. You'll hear from real people battling this illness, as well as experts in the field, and I'm also going to share with you what's happening as I battle and conquer TSW. You are not alone, you're not crazy, and you will heal. If there's one thing I know, it's that anyone going through this hell is a warrior. My name is Jennifer Powers, and I welcome you to TSW Journey to Healing. All right, we are recording. Shay, I want to welcome you to the show right now. I have Shay Sammy on as a guest, and uh, you are in where? New Zealand, is it? Yes, I'm located in New Zealand. Okay, awesome. I just love how far and wide we can like reach people with social media and just Zoom and the internet. It's such a cool thing. And I, actually, Shay, I was looking back, um, I was scrolling through our uh, conversation on Messenger. And it looks like I reached out back in like the first of March and I don't know what your post was, but it said, I I said to you like, Hey, I just read your post. Are you okay? Do you need to talk? And I just love how things evolve from that point. You know, like we, we meet each other through our misery that we share together (laughs) and then, you know, build these friendships and then these connections. And then you and I get to come together on a show like this and then impact the, the very many people that, are suffering with this that don't know that there's other people out there like them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm finding that the um, connections I'm making with people who have TSW, I feel more like these are the only people that understand what we're going through. Totally, totally agree with you. Um, and I, uh, I want to thank you, first of all, for tuning in to the podcast and listen, being an avid listener to the show. It's so cool to have somebody that's subscribed to it tuning in and now gets to have you on the show so it's really really cool mm-hmm. yeah so, it's been so helpful good awesome what do you think I'm just curious what do you think is the most helpful part of it for you um listening to people talk about TSW problems because in everyday life I have people telling me they're like well you know it's still valid but they're problems that normal people would have yeah <laughs> I yeah. guess, or people who are unaffected by TSW would have. But um, when you guys discuss your issues like the insomnia and just when you say like, I remember in one episode, you were talking about the bone dip, deep itch and how if you're listening, you just automatically know what the bone deep itch is. And I was like, yes, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Totally. And speaking of insomnia, it's 3.33 in the morning where I'm at right now. So for those yeah. listening, Shay and I have this scheduled for about four hours from now. And uh, good old insomnia and TSW affecting me right now in the middle of the night. I don't think I slept. I think I, I tried to go to sleep around like 10.30 at night. And I don't 
think that I slept for one second. I think my brain was just busy going with all these ideas and thoughts and worries. And then the itch started and then here we are. So, so I'm really glad that you are like what, 17 hours ahead of me right now. And uh, that we were able to, (laughs) that we were able to jump on this and and do this at a different time. So blessing in disguise or glass half full or whatever you want to look at it. Um, Sometimes these things just work out and insomnia. I freaking hate it. It's one of the worst Mm -hmm things that plague people that have topical steroid withdrawal, because with what, you know, like without getting a good night's sleep, yeah. we're just like, what, what use are we? <laughs> we're kind of useless. So hopefully I'll be able to get a nap in there today at some point, but why don't we start with your story? I want to give you the mic and hand it over and let you share, you know, a little bit about who you are and how you came about discovering you having TSW and what that journey has been like so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I was a steroid baby, so <laughs> I've been brought up on steroids and I have been using topical steroids for my whole life. And I always grew up thinking, what's wrong with me? Why can't I have normal skin like everybody else? And it was, I have had so many unexplainable experiences. And um, last year, um, is when I just had these chronic rashes and they were not going away. And I was like, I don't think this is eczema. You know, yeah. everyone is telling me this is eczema my whole life. And I kind of don't think this is eczema. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. And there was this YouTuber that I used to watch. Her name's Joanna Cedia or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she just used to make content, but she actually developed TSW and she made a video about it. And when she was explaining everything, I was like, wait, I've also been using those for my whole life. Um, mm-hmm. What is this? And I searched it up and I watched Heba's video on uh an overview of TSW and that's when I just was crying in a ball of my my tears and my skin and I was like wow I need a withdrawal from steroids and for me it wasn't well for all of us it's like it's not even a choice it's just we like we do choose to get off of steroids but it's because they just they're not working like they like everybody says they should or at least the doctors um promise that they will but yeah yeah completely so when did you um and I think that it's just so cool because it was similar for me I I was told it's just severe severe eczema and Mm -hmm. and then and you're like you know you want to sit there and say to these doctors, no, you're, you're like, I'm not trying to tell you who's the doctor that you're wrong, but you're wrong because I know, I know my body and I know what's going on. And if I had this forever and now things are very different, you can't sit there and tell me it's just, Oh, it's just a bad case of whatever you've had your whole life. It's it's so it's totally Mm -hmm. different. So I completely really can relate. So when did your journey officially start? When did you begin the withdrawal? So I started my journey in October last year, which was 2021. Uh-huh. So I'm at nine months. Okay, that's in, great. Congratulations. Um, on the 7th of next month. Yeah. Um, but gosh, these nine months. 
Mm-hmm. I've never had a nine months like this before. <laughs> yeah. It's talk like, about that um, because I, I know back in, yeah. in like earlier this month when we were just chatting, you know, you, you said to me, Oh, you know, you know, the drill, depressed, sleepless nights, whatever. So I can relate to you on all those things. Why don't you tell, tell people how these nine months have been like, what each month has each mm-hmm. month been different? Has it progressed? What, what would you say has been the worst month so far? Talk about that. Well, when I started my withdrawal, I I knew that it was a long journey, but as the month progressed and when my first flare finished, I thought, oh, maybe that's it. And yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe that's it. No, Good joke, right? No. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. Um, and then I got pushed into my second flare and, I was like, okay, when they talk about nonlinear, this is exactly what they mean. Um, because I feel like I have, I feel like I'm in the first couple months right now with, with the severity of um, how my skin is oozing at the moment and all of those things. But the effect it's had on my mental health um, has been so drastic. Um, I've always had BPD which is borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got very bad after TSW. Um, I started having episodes every single day where I would just, I would feel myself getting angry and then I would completely lose myself and start raging at everyone around me, start throwing the whole house upside down, screaming <laughs> at everyone. <laughs> It was, and nobody was happy. Um, But I, like, and I've been in therapy recently, which has been helping a lot. Um, But I think the the point that I'm trying to get to is um, I don't think that I would have received this help that I'm getting now if I didn't... um, get TSW and get even worse mentally it's actually been a blessing in disguise um yeah yeah I, I agree yeah yeah um I just feel like if I hadn't hit rock bottom then I wouldn't I just I I know that I'm going to flourish and be the happiest I've ever been and beat this borderline disorder and this TSW which is something I've never thought I could do in my whole life I just first of all I want to say that I'm so like proud and um honored that you are being so vulnerable and sharing not only like what you just said I just I gotta quote that and like put that in the show notes because you're like if I hadn't hit rock bottom it's, it's like I had a hit rock bottom. I wouldn't have been able to appreciate, you know, the times that things are better, but also you, you sound, you have to give yourself more credit because you sound mm-hmm. so much stronger. And, and like, I, I know that we going through this, we feel like sometimes incredibly weak that we are just, that we are hard on ourselves. We are hard on this whole situation and what's happening to us, but mm-hmm. you're taking ownership that, no, this is happening for me, not to me. And yes, I hit rock bottom, but I know that I'm going to be better off. And that takes a really big person, somebody who's like very, um, their head is on the right 
is, is screwed on the right way and somebody that's just really, really strong. So I have to commend you for that. And then also for just sharing the BPD, because I know in the world that we're living in, I think mental health and mental health awareness has absolutely come a long way, but we still have such a long way to go. And people that don't understand, you know, just the importance of mental health and then how many mental health disorders and conditions and things really do exist. And it's not so black and white. It's not so, you know, major extremes. Sometimes people that we know have all these different disorders that they, they are not even aware of. And it's just, it's a lot more common than people realize. And it's just, it does take some bravery to kind of put yourself out there like that and say that. And I'm just so happy that you were honest and vulnerable and sharing that because I know somebody's going to listen to this episode and be like, Oh my gosh, I have that too. And you add TSW Mm -hmm. on top of that. And it just makes you feel like you're going crazy. Um, But you're not, you're not, you're you're healing and you're going through it in the way that your body and your mind is handling it. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. um, Well, thank you. Um, I kept saying that, um, I would never get better and that I would just always be stuck like that because I've been stuck in the same position mentally for so many years. But um, I think that it's really hard to be grateful for TSW, but I think that I am because of the lesson it's teaching me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, because this is probably the hardest thing that we'll ever have to go through. Yes, I, I sure hope so. <laughs> I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, I hope so. Yeah. So when when you say what do you what would you say is the biggest lesson that it is teaching you? Um. Okay. Well. There are so many lessons that it's teaching me, oh, but I know. the biggest, <laughs> yeah. um, the biggest one is um, controlling my emotions, and that kind of kind of makes little sense if because it's like a physical condition. But um, I never realized that people with physical health problems get can get very sick mentally um yeah I always thought that like oh that they're just physically sick but being physically sick has made me realize that our brain is an organ just like how our skin is and it can get sick just like how our skin and um how our immune is is sick and withdrawing and trying to heal I love that you're saying that. I think um, it's something that I'm, I'm super passionate about mental health. Um, and I don't know when that really came about. It was before obviously TSW, but like what you just said is so true and such a valuable statement, like bigger than you even realize. Like you're right. It's mm-hmm. our skin, you know? Yeah. We, we sometimes know our brains and organs, but people don't treat it with the respect and the kindness and the care that it really deserves. And yeah. when you think of mental health, sometimes people's minds go right away to, oh, it's a crazy person, right? And that's so cruel mm-hmm. and misinformed and uneducated. But I mean, again, you only know what you know. And so 
I think it's, it's going to take people like you and I and many, many more people to really just bring that awareness and continue to, to have these open conversations about it. And the other thing that you said, you know, you're saying that your brain is an organ just like your skin is. And that's the other part of the coin where just because we can see our skin, like I'm holding my hands right out in front of me right now, I'm looking at my arms and it's like, yes. we see our physical body. We look in the mirror, we see our skin, but we don't, and we don't, sometimes we know it's an organ, but it doesn't translate in our brain the way, like all the other organs they are hidden, they're concealed. We can't see them. So sometimes I think yeah. we pay more attention to them. We treat them better with more respect and care and everything. And our skin is like our entire shell of our outer being. And it is the largest organ that we have. So we need to, the skin, the mind, the body, like the skin, the brain, it's just, they both need such tender love and care all the time. Yes. Um, but you're absolutely right. Like one, it's, it's hard to affect, you know, one thing without the other. If you think about like breaking your leg, you know, mm. you think that's only going to affect your one, if you broke your right leg, okay, my right leg is affected. Well, no, my entire body is my hips are when I walk, my other legs taking more pressure, like yeah. everything is affected. So, you know, you're totally, you're totally right in saying that. And you're even thinking, oh, geez, I can't walk. I feel so horrible. <laughs> But um, something I've been thinking about recently was, you know how um, some people, they choose to moisturize. And it's like, um, when I try to soothe my skin, I moisturize. So it's like, maybe I could soothe my brain and find its moisturizer. That's <laughs> so good. Some- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Oh my God, that's so good. Well, so, okay, so talk, let's, let's, let's expand more on that. So what, when you feel like you want to take care of your mental health, have you found certain things or, or what kind of things have you done or tried to help your mental health and your state of being? Yeah, um, so I know our itch is related to our nerves and the whole condition, but I noticed that when I'm feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I'm actually more itchy and I get really bad itch attacks um, or they get triggered by the stress. So um, I actually like just distracting myself. I find that if I'm playing a game or playing with a fidget spinner or, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, or hugging a stuffed animal, it really helps, even though it seems so simple, but I it is love that. Every, every time that I have a guest on, I'm always thinking, it's so funny because I ask sometimes similar questions, but it, there's always something that is new that's nobody said and for the very first time. And I and I love <laughs> that you said that because you know, recently like fidget spinners, stuffed animals. It's, it's cute. Like, I mean, look, look, I'm in my thirties. I still, I still love my stuffed animal. Like my stuffed animal that I have as a kid, like my son is 11, like he's got stuffed animals. I mean, they're, they're, it's a comfort thing. It's a thing that like, you know, it brings us back to like childhood and it's, it's just a soothing, comforting thing. So even little things like that totally can, can help as a grown up, as an adult, somebody going through this or just somebody going through anything where they need comfort. One of the things Mm. um, recently that I noticed just like you, stress is one of my biggest triggers. When I was, I was taking, I was out on our boat with my parents and my boyfriend. I sat, we were sitting down, we, we docked it and we were going to uh, dinner or like, I think it was, yeah, it was dinner. And I started to, it was really hot outside. And you know, sometimes when like heat just overwhelms yeah. you, you start to get, oh my gosh, it's, I'm going into a crazy itch attack. 
as yep. soon as the food, as soon as the food came and I was busy with my hands, my hands were cutting things. I was putting things in my mouth. I was eating. It's mm-hmm. like, they all looked at me after like 10 minutes. They're like, do you realize that you just haven't itched anything? And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, no. Um, so it's really just staying busy, moving, like preoccupying your mind, getting your mind off of it, whatever you can do to, to take your mind away from the itch. It can absolutely help you. Yeah. So I agree. Yes, that's the, actually, that's the biggest thing I've found to help the itch is distracting yourself, um, taking a walk or driving or I know some people are bed bound um but you know watching something playing a mobile game like anything because it actually once you're using your hands it just it it counteracts the itch because you're not thinking about your skin and I find that when I'm thinking about my skin and obsessing over the flakes and the raw parts and everything that's when I just completely my hands are glued to my face I couldn't agree with that more what is um so we both know the itch is so 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 bad and then you mentioned like going to therapy so I've been going to therapy I swear by therapy I love it I yeah. sing praises all the time <laughs> so and I and I honestly do believe there's not a single soul on this planet that could not benefit from therapy. I don't care who you are, what you're going through, what your story is. We're all so complex and we have so many more multifaceted human beings. We all have stuff going on. We all have stories. So what do you like? You know, I've been, I'm 35. I've been going to therapy since I was, geez, like, I don't know, 20, I don't know, 25 ish, Mm -hmm. maybe or something. Um, Yeah. Maybe. And then it stopped for a few years and went back. And I just, I, it helps me so much. What um, has yes. your experience been like, and what can you like? Somebody that might be listening to this that's debating, like, do I do I invest in myself, my mental health? Do I do I look into getting a therapist or counsel, counseling? What would you? Mm-hmm. What's your experience in life? Well, my experience is that I found release from physical pain once I've once I release my mental pain. So therapy is definitely it has been my biggest help um and yeah it's just um oh with therapy like some people would say it doesn't work but I think that therapy in itself can be very helpful it's just up to the situation you're in and also if the person wants to get better and stop self-destructive behaviors um because it's it's really hard it's it's a long process it's just like tsw but i think investing in your mental health is the best thing you can do for tsw yeah i I generally agree yeah i totally agree with that especially you know one of the things in our in our chat um over messenger you i don't remember when what we were talking about when it was but you said you know this is a true pain that nobody really Mm -hmm. it's it feels like nobody knows what it's like um, obviously yeah. anybody listening to the show is, is not, you know, they can relate to both of us and what we're going through. And the other thing mm-hmm. you said was it's, it's really easy to feel alone when it looks like everyone around you has perfect skin. And I don't remember yes. what I responded to you back with, but what I, I have felt that way myself, it's especially being a woman, a girl, like sometimes it's just, we want to feel pretty. We want to feel like yes. dolled up and like feminine and, you know, beautiful and 
when you look around and you see people with these perfect complexions, these perfect skin, number one, I, I gotta tell you, I so appreciate when I see it like a per- boy, girl, it doesn't matter what yeah. I see. <laughs> and I see somebody with this flawless, beautiful skin. I have such a massive appreciation for like <laughs> really beautiful skin. I mean, it's, I, it's something I feel like I would have overlooked before. And now I'm like, my gosh, that person has the best skin. Like it's, it's like, yeah. you want to go over to them and say, man, your skin's amazing. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> But yeah. And, and that's, that's actually something that I have been trying to adapt is um, going wherever, whenever I go about my day, I try to compliment three different strangers for totally random things. Like whether it's, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I love your shoes or your hair is beautiful or whatever, because it makes me feel better. Like knowing that I'm going through this and I don't always like what I see in the mirror. I, it just makes you feel good. But also the other thing to point out when you said, you know, everyone around you has perfect skin, which I felt as well. I think something we all need to think about is, okay, so let's say that person does have perfect, beautiful skin. They Mm -hmm. absolutely have something else wrong with them that you don't know where you can't see because nobody has it all together. Nobody has a perfect life. There's no such thing. So I think sometimes it's helpful for me and maybe you can, you know, relate or agree. It's Mm -hmm. when you, when you think of it like that, like, yes, our outward appearance is, in pain right now, we're struggling so badly with what we're going through. And so everybody can see it, but there's, everybody's got something. So even if we can't see it and we look around and see all these beautiful people that seem like their life's perfect and they're happy, there's definitely, everybody has, you know, pick your poison. Everybody's got something. So just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And so sometimes when you think of that, it doesn't actually make you feel so alone because ours is outward, but other people's is inward. And so we're all kind of struggling in our own ways and nobody gets out of this life alive, <laughs> you know? So yes. we all have to um, kind of feel like it, it makes you feel kind of more inclusive or, or more, I don't know, just more um, less alone, I guess. Yeah. The right word. Yeah. Um, I actually have something I want to read about that. Could I? Yeah, please. Yeah. Um. So this is titled, um, this wasn't a book that my therapist went over with me. Um, so I'll definitely, you know, let you know the name. Yeah, and please. <laughs> so you can put I'll it in the notes. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, here's a paragraph. Human suffering is universal. Often many people we meet in our daily lives seem to have it all. They seem happy. They look satisfi- satisfied with their lives. You've probably had the experience of walking down the street when you're having a particularly bad day and you've looked around and thought, why can't I just be happy like everyone around me? They don't suffer from chronic pain or depression or a substance abuse problem. They don't feel as if a dark cloud is always looming over their heads. They don't suffer the way I suffer. Why can't I be like them? Here's the secret. They do and you are. We all have pain. All human beings, if they live long enough, have felt or will feel the devastation of losing someone they love. Every single person has felt or will feel physical pain. Everybody has felt sadness, shame, anxiety, fear, and loss. We all have memories that are embarrassing, humiliating, or shameful. We all carry painful hidden secrets. We tend to put on our shiny, happy faces, pretending that everything is okay and that life is all good but it isn't and it can't be to be human is to feel pain in ways 
that are orders of magnitude more pervasive than what the other creatures on planet Earth feel. That was kind of long, but <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm sitting here like smiling and I was just shaking my head like, yeah, yeah, that is, that was really powerful and so true. Yeah. It definitely stuck with me. I absolutely and, love that. I'm going to use that and quote that. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's exactly what you were saying. Like, you know, we have problems with our skin, but you know, they could have just lost someone or yeah just people are going through it all sorts of things at different periods of time and if you're going through a really bad time maybe someone else is going through their best time but when you're going through your best time maybe someone's going through their worst time so it's you're so all, right. yeah it's, and that's it's just part of the human yeah exactly it's just that's the human experience none of us you know and, and honestly it kind of in a weird way, um, I was just saying this, I, my grandmother is like 98 years old and I, I was just having this conversation with her where um, I, I was saying, you know, or she said at first, she said, God, Jennifer, like you've been through, you've been through so many different things in your life. Cause I mean, I, I that's a whole other story for another day, but I have been through quite a, <laughs> a lot, um, you know? And, and I said, and at first I was like, I thought she was saying it like, oh, poor Jen, poor sad girl. And then she reached her hand across the table and touched my hand. And she said, and you know, that's like your superpower. That's what makes you so incredibly, um, I forget how she, what she said, but she said, that's why you are relatable. That's what makes you powerful. That's why, because you have been through experiences that now give, have given you the gift of empathy for other people. And it's so true yeah. because, you know, with any success or failure, or whatever, I have never had success super, super fast in my life. I have been through so many different things that then it, it paints the world in a different light. I see things differently. And I, I feel like if somebody is quick to have success, is quick to find love, is quick to you know get all the things they want, has never been through any hardships or heartaches or heartbreaks or anything, it makes it makes it there. I almost feel in a way like sorry for them because they can't. Yeah. You, you really, it's not even about relating to other people as much as it is. You can't really feel deep in your soul for another human being if you haven't been through mm-hmm. anything hard. And so the people that do seem like they have it all together or they haven't been through anything as hard as this, um, you know, they, they can't, we have, we do have a gift in a weird way, like going yes. through something like this brutal and ugly and debilitating is like, you, you don't, it, it, like you said, I completely agree with you it's, it's hard to be grateful for it sometimes, especially when you're in the thick of it and you're going through something like the itching, the yeah. oozing, the burning, the weeping, the flaking, the insomnia. I mean, all at one time, it's like, it makes you have very bad thoughts. It makes you really question like, why, why on earth would God do this to me? Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Why can't this go away? But there's a, there's just a reason for it. And you have to believe that otherwise you, you could go crazy. You could drive yourself nuts. You could have really dark, awful thoughts which we yeah. all, you know, I, I know I have, I mean, I'm a human being, of course, I'm not, I'm not, sometimes we get on these yeah. shows and we have these like super empowered people. And I think it's important to point out, we still all break down and cry. We still all bleed. We still yeah. all question things. It's just a matter of how quickly can I get myself out of that dark space and that bad train of thought and pull myself out into the light and say, you know, 
I'm not alone. Like I have people like you, like there's two of us right now on this call. There is yeah. many people subscribing and listening to this podcast. There's tons of people, you know what I mean? Like there's so many people in our support group. It's just, and like you said, and that quoted and quoted that book so perfectly, it's we're all connected because we are all humans. Therefore we're all suffering with certain, some, something, right? Yeah. So, I think that was so beautifully said. I, I have to thank you so much. <laughs> is there any last minute encourage, like words of wisdom or somebody, like I always like to end a show with mm-hmm. giving you the mic and saying, hey, like, you know, if somebody's listening to this right now and they are, you know, just devastated with them finding out that they have to go through this or somebody that's in the middle of it that feels like they can't push on, they can't go forward. What advice or last minute tips or words of wisdom might you have for them? Um, I think that as sufferers, we're all destined for the best skin of our life and (laughs) the best life. And I think the only reason that we're not there yet is because it's not our time yet, but when it is our time, oh baby, <laughs> we're gonna, we, we're gonna, we're gonna do very big things, very great things, and we're gonna live beautifully. We're just going to live. Oh God, I just love that. I've like literally, I have goosebumps on my arms. That was so beautifully said. Oh, say <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time for working out our time zone differences and getting on this show. I yeah. have the privilege having you on. Definitely let me know um, after we wrap things up. Let me know the name of the book and any you know tips or anything you have. I'll make sure I put them on the show notes so that um, our viewers, listeners, they can um, grab it if they want it and need it. And um, it's been so awesome getting to know you. So I hope we, I hope this these nine months. Um, that you're wrapping up. I hope they continue to speed up your healing process so that you're not going through this for too much longer, but thank you for spending Mm -hmm. the time with us. I so appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. With your help, we can spread awareness together. So please share the show with anyone you know who may be struggling with a medical condition and using steroids to treat it. And be sure to check out the blog for helpful resources to aid you along your TSW journey at tswjourneytohealing.com.